This is not going to be the intro to every show, guys. What? No. Why not? Because, no. It's what? not, it's not a late 90s wedding. There could be some people listening right now that have not heard the show before. You know, we're back in the radio is, this side. Is, this is the impression that you want to leave with, huh? Return of the Mac. Again, God's is very busy. Does a lot. Realizes the show's about to start and he has not picked a song to start the show with. <laughs> if you'd like to be an intern for Levesque God, I'm turning it off. <laughs> please. Smooth. <sighs> Nailing that fade down button, huh? When do we, do we, are we going to do interns? Is that a thing? I would love to have an intern. You can apply at, I think, iHeartMediaCareers.com. If you have, I don't know how the intern stuff works here at iHeart. I have a feeling I do, but I will confirm that. We I can't just go find an intern. I believe you need college credit these days. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously there's rules, but like if I have somebody who wants to be an intern and, and they, they check the boxes, do they still have to go do the whole, you know, song and dance or do we just bring them in, sign some papers and get them in here? There's a song and dance involved for sure. I used right. to, Levac, you and I used to run the interns at our old place. You ran the interns at our old place. By, by running the interns, I mean making sure the paperwork was correct and going through their professors and advisors. That is not my role here. But if you are interested in interning or you have a nephew or a niece who would like to do that, reach out to me. Guys, corporate's on the phone. They said that is now your role as well. You are also doing that now. (laughs) Add that to your list of daily duties. And yes, I said duties. Uh, Speaking about interns, Tuesday we have one of our interns joining us, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I will not. I'll not be here, though. I'll be remote in in this scenario. That's true. I got yelled at. So before we get into the Knicks trying to drag me kicking and screaming back into believing, um, I got yelled at by one of our old friends, uh, Jay Larkin, who works over at uh, Schenectady County Community College, who has uh, long promised to make a Levac and Goss beer and has never, never followed through. There's no Levac and Goss beer that I'm aware of at this point. This is the longest running thing with you and I, this beer. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that has gone years plus of this will happen and hasn't happened yet involving Professor Larkin. I'll even show him some respect here. Mm. Professor Larkin and the wonderful students at Schenectady Community College. They tried to give me a hard time because I'm going on vacation, he said, already. But I booked my vacation in November, and you told me the show was going to start in April. So this is this is everyone's fault but mine, if we're being clear. And it's 2023. Just because someone may not be in a certain place doesn't mean content cannot be created. You listening right now, you will hear Levac and Gaz next week. I'll be on some of it. I'm very it's Disney. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop like Disney is too expensive for me to stop my day and do this. I, I love you guys. I love all of you. But it's you know, if yeah. it was cheap, like if I was going to like, you know, six flags, I might be like, All right, everybody, go do the roller coasters, I'm gonna do this. But no. The idea of you giving a take about the Knicks on Space Mountain is hilarious, though. <laughs> I think they're really bad. <laughs> Why'd they do that to me? Get out of this way. Actually, you know what? Being a Knicks fan is a roller coaster. It is 100% a roller coaster. I did not expect the effort that we got from them. My, my play of the day last night was the under. Um, if, they had, if they had performed like normal, I would have I crushed the under. But they went out there and they played, they played uh, just – inspired hoops and Jalen Brunson is worth every penny. He he might have been a bargain. For anybody who was like, I can't believe the Knicks are spending all this money on Jalen Brunson. You believe it now? You believe it now? Forty eight minutes. Never left the floor. Thirty eight points. True hustle the entire game. 
Quentin Grimes also played 48 minutes. People are going to try and like make it about <clears throat> he only had eight points, but he played defense. He hit key shots. He did everything he needed to do out there for 48 minutes. Tibbs is insane. Tibbs is that trainer who thinks like, you know, what is it? What's the old say the Marines use? Pain is weakness, losing your, leaving your body. Sweat is your fat crying. Like he's just, he's keep going. Just keep going. Of the starting five, Mitchell Robinson had 26 minutes. No one else had under 36. And that's Jalen, that's, I'm sorry, Julius Randle. And Julius Randle, while he wasn't on the floor in the, in the second quarter was the 15-2 run that put the Knicks back in this. So there, he hit the three to end the first half, which was great. Hit some big plays. He did he did what he needed to do to contribute to the win. But the ball moves faster and more when he's not on the court. Love the win. 112-103. Gotta go, uh, gotta go do this in Miami on Friday. Then you get a chance to win a game seven at Madison Square Garden. I I'm not gonna I'm not not doing it. Not dragging me. Just when I thought I'm out and they try to pull me back in, I'm gonna keep walking. I'm gonna keep I don't believe they're gonna win the next game, guys. I don't. That description you just had of Julius Randle is so spot on. We've heard the term ball stopper and not in the sense of a defensive way. There's three players that quickly jump out to me when we talk about ball stoppers in more recent time. Randall, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. And if you want to put John Morant in that conversation as exciting as he is, there are times, especially in the sport of basketball, when you get a player that is so super talented and he's your star option one where, okay, get out of his way, let him go make a play. That's what Julius Randle is. What you just said there about more ball movement, more big shots, more threes. It was a better offensive flow for the Knicks without Julius Randle on the court. Is he still one of their top players? Absolutely. Also from just a, I want to call it theatrics. And theatrics might be the theme of today's show with some of the action we saw across the sports world last night. But the actual viewing pleasure of Knicks basketball without Randall on the court is yeah. much better. Yeah. Like as a fan consuming More the product. Exciting. Oh my god. There was there were some moments in the first and fourth quarter of that game, especially. And I think I was texting you about this too. I said, I'm so glad I'm not an NBA ref. I'm so glad I'm not officiating this I game. I would have taken I would have gladly taken you over the ref crew in that game. That that crew was terrible. They were bad. I'm just watching him like, that's a foul. Oh, no, whistle. Okay. Well, that, well, that's a foul. But there was a stretch where four guys got fouled. I'm like, oh, and it was both teams. There's, there's a part of it where you let the guys play. Competitive, physical basketball, the highest level, battling for a conference final spot. That's great. It was destroying the action on the court. But yeah. New York wins. They find a little bit more offense without Randall. They're going to push the series now to a game six. They stay alive. The optimistic Nick fan has more hope and here you and I sit following that action and you led the show off saying it potentially New York fooling us into thinking they got a chance still left in this series in order for them to win in Miami you now need more than just you need Jalen Brunson to do this you need 40 plus minutes 35 plus points you need RJ Barrett to give you 38 minutes, 26 points might not be enough. Like I always like, I like to look at the points and I like to look at the, the differential. Most important is watch the game. Cause when you, if you, if you just look at these stats and you didn't watch the game, you don't realize how much Grimes really contributed to this W. The eight points is, is one thing, but he contributed Mitchell Robinson. The fact that he hit 
some free throws when he never hits free throws like he's he's Shaq on the free throw line that's who he is and they caught him walking off the court yelling foul this or foul that which I gotta imagine somebody's already putting together you like that foul that um this these all these things need to come in but everyone's gonna need to do more because there's no way Butler wants to go back to Madison Square Garden uh, Kevin Love is not going to go 0 for 7 from three-point range. 2 for 10 from, from from the court. Like, it's not – these things aren't going to happen again. So, you got to do what you did plus 15, 16 more points. Is that going to be Randall? I don't I don't think so. Is that Obi-Wan? Is it is Grimes? It, is, it, is Grimes going to – you know, Grimes is banged up too. Like, that's the other thing. Too. Like, this is – this no-rest version, like – I hate the workload management stuff as a fan simply because I feel for the person who goes to the game hoping to see Jalen Brunson, but it's his workload management. Like the last game of the regular season, I went to, I brought my daughter and her boyfriend to their first ever Knicks game. And it was awesome. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle were out. They were getting ready for the playoffs. It's it's a fun lineup. It actually moves even faster without everybody, believe it or not. But they would have won if Jalen Brunson played. <clears throat> a meaningless game, but whatever. I also understand the meaningless game and the workload management. You guys be ready. This team is work. There's no other. It's just that's all it is. Like, just go. Like, 48 minutes for two different guys. You know, when you're <laughs> – when the, the biggest – when Hartenstein is your biggest – It's pronounced Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Uh, 22 minutes off the bench. And – he actually adds up to what Hart McBride and Toppin got together. <laughs> they had 22 minutes. He had 22 minutes. That's 44 total minutes coming off your bench. It's a lot. That's a lot for your for your starters. So who's gonna who's gonna do more? Because you're not gonna do you can't you're not gonna win with this effort. You got to do more. It's a beautiful Thursday. It feels both you and I have the same take on this series. It's a head over heart take. You and I both would love the Knicks to win this series for New York sports fans, for the voice of the Capital Region sports fan right here at Fox 95.9 and 980. We want the Knicks to win. It's great for everybody, especially Knicks fans who have waited for this moment. So our heart doesn't feel like it's going to happen, but our heads feel like this is still Miami's series to win. But with all that being said, I just mentioned the weather. I mentioned how nice it is outside. Let's be a little optimistic. Can you entertain me a little bit here, LeVac? Can you imagine, let's say the Knicks push this to a game seven. Yes. Hell, let's say the Knicks pull this thing off. Isn't this a franchise-changing series victory? Like, if they can actually do this, the talk of how bad or how maybe disappointing is the better term there, how disappointing the Knicks have been over the last 25 years the late 90s, or the eighth seed run they had, they got to the finals with Ewing, and they lost to Tim Duncan and the Spurs in that run. This could be a, oh, this is not the Knicks of the last 25 years. Oh, Brunson and Tibbs and Randall and this whole new regime of management, decision makers. This has changed the way we think about the Knicks for the next five to ten years. I don't think that's a hyperbole or an exaggeration that if they pull off this comeback, this could be a complete franchise-changing series win. For some cross-comparisons here in sports, I know this one's going to first make you puke, but it is very Red Sox-like, 
where the Red Sox come back against the Yankees and they had more success going forward post that comeback. People viewed them differently. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs hadn't won a Super Bowl for 50-plus years. They make a comeback in the AFC title game long ago. Cannot believe, I believe that was against the Titans and the Texans in that first Super Bowl run, down by double digits in both those games, and they changed the way in which we viewed the Chiefs. So we've seen this happen. And Virginia, how they lost to a 16 seed, and they come back and win the title the next year. The Knicks could be placed in that same type of category if they can pull this thing off. And I don't think that's hyperbole to say that. You ever see the movie Celtic Pride? Wait, wait. Celtic Pride where they steal the best player? Yes. Yes. Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern, Kidnap. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I want to say it's Marlon Waynes, but I believe yeah, that's the sixth man. Wayne Wayne. It's, a, it's, 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 a one of, it's one of the Waynes brothers. Okay, because there, there's another movie involving the Waynes brothers called Sixth yeah, Man. Is, is, oh, it is? is. Okay, yeah, all right. It's confusing. Um, they kidnap the best player on the Jazz to make sure the Celtics can, can win a championship. If you want to do this, we have to go get Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Wait a sec. And I'm almost positive <laughs> he will beat the heck out of us. Like, I don't think we survived this, but if you want to... If you want to do this for the Knicks, I'm in. We go old school style. We get the big black van. We blare Metallica. We roll up with pantyhose over our heads. We throw them in the back, and we just drive away. That's the that's how the Knicks win this, okay? I have this two-and-a-half, three-minute take about how the Knicks culture can change and young fans will view the Knicks differently. Your suggestion, kidnapping. You want to know how we're going to win? Do you want to win or not? You told me to entertain it and try to tell you how to win. Jimmy Butler is going to come out a house on fire in Miami on Friday. Tomorrow, Jimmy Butler goes off. The Butler did it. it Jimmy Buckets, playoff Jimmy. J- Jimmy, Jimmy, y'all. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, yay. It's, it's, give him the ball so he can dunk it away. Like, Ooh, it's, that it's was nice be, Thank you. I've been working on it all for three seconds. I, again, I'm not, I'm not going to. You're not I, pro-kidnapping. Yeah. I mean, what if we what if we what if we won? I mean, what if we won? Um, but I'm just saying that's he's gonna go off. Cause again, look up and down the the rock. Tell me, am I first off, am I wrong? Do they they're going to need to do more than they did in this game, and they looked really good in this game for most of it. They're gonna need to do more than 112 points and the and the what they did in this game. Right? Okay. Who's gonna do more? gonna have to be us yeah we're gonna have to go get butler at the airport it's the only, it's the only i mean listen, you and i or are you you listening right now no i don't know okay. no one else do this okay i'm glad we cleared that up no one else do this this is guys guys is gonna i'm gonna pretend to help him and then i'm gonna run away i've seen some of our social media comments recently on our facebook page especially do not do not go to the airport okay bob on facebook please you're getting a little you're freaking me out on there man a little too real bob these are jokes <laughs> easy, okay buddy. bob these are easy jokes. But but in all in all sincerity, like you know, I just when I heard I heard the the phrase this morning, I was listening to something and they called it emotional hedging. It's when you bet against your favorite team. So who are these people? That's outrageous. That's that's a I don't, they're I don't, not I don't, a competitor. I don't, not not okay, a local. Good. They're not local. They're not local. I don't like that idea of emotional hedging. I, emotional I, I, hedging. It sounds like it's taking the fun out of sports, though. But I, I get the premise of it. It will make it feel less disappointing and less awful when you emotionally hedge. I don't like that, but well, it's like, there's two ways to do it. The one way, you bet against your team, you win no matter what. You know, you they win, your team won. They lose, you got money. 
I the way I emotionally hedge is I just I I don't see how they win. I don't and I know Knicks fans are like you're not a real Knicks fan. I am a real Knicks fan. I've been I've been doing this my whole life, kids. They bring me up and they tear me down. Oh, you're not going to win because Jordan's there. Okay, fine. Oh, Jordan's not there for a little while? Oh, now Hakeem is going to take us out and, and Drexler? Okay, fine. Fine, whatever. Just do it. I don't care. I don't care. Now it's Jimmy Butler. Now it's Jimmy Butler, 75 years old, making the Knicks look just sloppy on Friday. Watch. Just watch it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Unless somebody's ready to pester him the entire game. Unless it fully pester. Maybe he needs to get a hold of USX pest control to make sure he's under control non-chemical exclusion is the is the system is the way it works it is so refreshing to have somebody come out to your house and explain all this stuff to you because like i'm now aware of bat season i never was aware of i thought it was like when the new dark knight was going to come out i didn't realize bat season starts in may so this is the time of year when bats start sneaking into your attic and i don't know if you were aware last year i had two bats sneak into my house through the bathroom vent Two, I I got really good at catching bats with lacrosse sticks. Okay, you're not. That's not a skill anyone should have. And thanks to our friends at USX Pest Control, I can put I can put lacrosse stick away. I can just it can just be for playing catch again. That's it's all good. it's for. <laughs> you get your free inspection today by going to USXPest.com. Schedule your free inspection. Tim will come out. He'll walk through the place. He'll explain why things are happening the way they're happening and how they can keep them from ever happening again. Keep the ticks out of your yard, mosquitoes out of your yard. Keep the rodents and everything out of your house. Part of the Gagne family of brands, the parent company of Cat's Eye Pest Control, is now USX Pest Control. Generation Axe Throwing salutes the Capital Region's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic. Support your small businesses. Generation Axe Throwing, a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets. Who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously voted the best axe throwing in Albany. 90 Fuller Road, Albany. 518-712-7070. Theaxeplace.com. Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'll, t- I'll text you. Hi, right. Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We do. We got some big surprises in store. We're going to celebrate nurses, and we're going to celebrate teachers and moms. And then this is huge. The Jonas Brothers kick off our city concert series right here live on our plaza. And we've got Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. Grind Time Training offers training programs for players of all skill levels who want to raise the level of their game. We allow young people to learn the game of basketball, boys and girls up until high school. You can come to the gym every day. Six coaches on staff, all with college-level experience. Offering group and private training, camps and clinics. Grind Time Training is at Vent Fitness in Latham and Gilderland. Call former professional basketball player Will Harris at 518-207-7942. Online at grindtimetraining.com. Check us out on Facebook. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. 
So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. This is Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. You worked so hard to get the tune. You can let it run for a second. No, no, no. It had a weird intro. I thought it was like a machine going there. This is Prince. It says word up. Yeah. Oh, oh, corn word up. That's right. I'm sorry. Jeez. What's the word now? Word up. I don't think that's a corn original, but. Well, the corn's the better version. You don't have corn? Was cameo? Freak on a leash. Corn. Cameo. I think is the one who did it. Cameo is the service. They had a song called Cameo? They had a band called Cameo. Oh, I thought that was like the... I think the... Cameo is the one who did Word Up the first... I don't know. I'm My brain is pudding. Um, I, 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 I feel like Word Up was like the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, it feels got like a 1970s funk to it. Well, yeah. I mean, there was... Yeah, no. Cameo was the band. Word Up was the song. Wow. And then Korn covered it. Oh, what's the word? Now, Word Up. Um, We got to talk arena football, my friend. Ooh. We okay. got to talk a little arena football. How is the mystery going here? I know a lot of people across the Capital Region have been reaching out to you on via social media at the Jeff Levac on Twitter at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z the iHeart app Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to the iHeart app, the microphone, you've gotten a lot of comments over the last two weeks. Is it fair of, to say? And and not enough wrong answer only. I gotta be honest with you. Um, at the Jeff Levac at Tom Goss T O M G O Z Z. Um. Not, not enough wrong answers. Like, I like the wrong answer only, who is Antonio LLA. Uh, I, think, I think it's because we all kind of know who it is at this point. I think you kind of, I think, uh, maybe not know, but I think we can allege. Is that is that legally? You went to journalism yeah. school. We can allege who it is. Yeah, Big J journalist. Yes, media and society boy from Hobart is now, let's say this, the candidates have lessened. Yeah. We've got a pretty good idea of who it could be. I love the version of it where it's me. I think that's hysterical. It's the perfect crime. It would be so like, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do it. I would have to tell people like, I wouldn't be like, all right, I did. It was me. I'm the one who has all this money. Um, I might need it after a week at Disney. Uh, so if you don't know Antonio Brown, if, if you just, if you're just catching up, he has told the entire community, he owns a hundred percent of the Albany empire. That is uh that is a very debatable statement on a lot of different levels. The two debates that we'll address at this moment in time are first the one that he started himself by sending a letter to Abigail Rubel of the Times Union in which he states that Antonio Tavares Brown does not own the Albany Empire. The Antonio, the Antonio L. Allah Express Trust or Enterprise Trust, Enterprise, whatever, that trust that has that other name owns the team. Okay, so that's... That's the first debate. Does does Antonio Brown own it, or does the trust run by Antonio El Ala own the Albany Empire? The other debate, which, as somebody who is close to the situation can tell you, is not a debate. It is 100% factual, is that even if he did personally own his and the shares formerly owned by Mike Corda, which that's a whole other conversation for another day, this thing, this onion's got some layers, 
it would be 95% because 5% belongs to the Von Schiller family of Saratoga. Steve and Charlotte, their son Brady, great people. Charlotte, hysterical, but she has she is a teacher, and she gives off that teacher vibe. When you say something she don't want to hear, you know it, and you go stand in the corner. You don't even have to be told anymore. <laughs> Steve, great guy, great with numbers, big on details, big Empire fans. They bought 5% of the team from Mike Corda in the offseason. <clears throat> Mike has never once offered up their shares or negotiated them out of their shares. They have them. In another article, also by Abigail Rubel of the Times Union, she's covering the bases, you know, crossing T's, dotting the lowercase j's. They discussed the just back and forth of speaking with Antonio Brown and his his staff, his people, his team, if you will, about this 5% ownership. They are being told they don't own anything. Um, they are being harassed in text messages. They are they are being called bad bad words in these text messages. Um, Charlotte says this is pretty horrendous. At this point, I just want to be bought out. All they ever wanted to do was support the team and bring the team into more um, more of the community events. I hate even saying the word community anymore because somebody said it fifty thousand times and has done nothing for the community. His name is Antonio. Allah. I mean Antonio Brown. Um, sorry, slipped there. So. And I will tell you that as a fan, as a season ticket holder, Charlotte was instrumental in getting the team to a bunch of kids' flag football tournaments. So she took that step before she even owned a share of the team. Now she owns a share of the team. They're trying to tell her that, that they don't. They, um, it's, it's just, if you got to read the article, but what it comes down to is the B word, bullying. They are trying to bully them out. There is points where they tell them they don't own, there's no proof that you own any of the team but then attempt to get 5% of the operating cost of the team from them. <laughs> like, you don't own it, but give me forty-five grand. What scares me about the Von Schiller family is not who they are. I get them, although we had a funny joke going with Charlotte and yeah. I that she did scare me for a while, but she was very intense and she was a fan. She was cheering on the umpire. I think towards two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, and not so much focused on the umpire. I'm talking about Capital Region professional sports in general. I don't want this to be the new standard of, hey, we are super fans. We want to, as a family, invest in something that we think is going to be beneficial. You said the word community. For the community, for the future, whether it's a son, a daughter, a niece, and a nephew, hey, we're sports fans. This is a great way to get them exposure and to learn and to be coached up by athletes. This is great not just for us as an individual family, as a business decision, but also what we can do for the greater good beyond us. Those are all great things to set. I don't want this to be the example of, families in Saratoga or Lake George or Glens Falls or Schenectady or wherever to say, yikes, remember that poor Von Schiller family? Yeah. Remember what happened to them with Antonio Brown? I'm never invested in a team now. Hey, I know, again, just using examples, River Rats, Devils, Patroons, Empire. Hey, they're doing something. Maybe we should get involved. Please, please do not let this weird, odd, strange example of how the Empire have had different business things go down to discourage sports fans, investors to never do this again. This is an outlier. This is not typical Albany. So I hope people hear that message. Like it's awful for what's happened to the Von Schillers 
and what's happened post this. But I don't want this to discourage other people who want to invest in sports, both financially and with time and everything else, not to do it because of this example. This is the first time I've ever heard of something like this since mm-hmm. I moved down to the Campbell region. The best teams in this league have a group of owners. It works on a lot of levels. Like on one, you know, for for the get when you're getting everything going, when you're finding your sponsorships, when you're getting your ticket sales rolling, it's good because you can you can spread the financial hit out over people. You know, so it's like I watched Mike Quarta spend every available dime he had and some that weren't available to make this team work for for two plus years. I watched it happen. I see people talk about debt. The only debt is in the quarter household when it comes to that. The team, any debt the team has incurred since is operating cost, and you pay for that with ticket sales and sponsorships if you treat people right. Um, so that's one, you know. Um, two, the more people you have involved, the more bases you can cover without hiring a gigantic staff that you can't afford. So Mike is a businessman. He understands business. He brings me in. I'm a media guy. I understand media. I, I, I'm an entertainer of some variety. I bring that in. I'm not an owner. I'm a paid employee, but I'm a paid employee of Mike, not the actual team. So Mike's basically donating me on top of the money he's putting in. Charlotte and Steve Von Schiller, now these are community active people. These are these are people who have a son who is playing football, who is doing these. So, so they can reach out to the schools a little bit easier. They can do these things. They can they they have the pipeline to have that conversation. Well then you bring in a Tom Goslowski who's you know whose whose wife is part of the medical community and you can start to work that way. So you bring in you you almost crowdsource the ownership to to make it work better and more efficiently and part of the community. And in the off chance that the business side, myself and Mike, are too busy doing business the community side doesn't get left off because the Von Schillers are handling it. You know, those, that's the beauty of bringing a lot of local ownership in. And that was the game plan before um, Antonio Brown became part of it. But when Antonio became part of it, remember, he sold himself as a member of this community. He talked about growing up here in, in Latham, his, his time at Blue Creek. And it felt like we were bringing in another member of the community just with far more uh, resources, both financial and fame-wise. So, it, and, and, and listen... Football knowledge. The guy's rich because of football. So so all these things were all part of it. The fact that he thinks it's okay to, to, to you know, I'm going to say allegedly just to cover my own butt, but I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've been actually, if I've seen it and heard it, I don't have to say allegedly, right? Yes. Okay. He's bullying them. His people are bullying them. They're trying to push them out. They're trying to get them to walk away and, and receive nothing in you know for their shares that's what they're attempting to do to this family who's here in our community i know some people don't like me i know some people don't like mike i don't agree with the people don't like mike i completely understand the people don't like me but now it's happening to just a family that took the extra money they had to be a part of something and all they want is that back yeah and it's hard to figure out still after this article that came out today of what the end result is going to be i don't even want to do like a prediction on this i don't want to i hope it works out my hope is that for the benefit of that family that they cut ties they say it was a bad move a bad investment we did our best we thought our intentions were good for this things change that's life let's get out they're in a similar position to what mike was in not the exact same way but the same way it's reached a level where they those those two parties can no longer coexist. 
There's no way to put the toothpaste back in the tube of the words they've called that family, of the things they've accused that family of. There's no way to do that. It's a family. It's not These aren't business people who sit across the table and hear things and don't care. This is a family that happens to be good at business. So they're not going, I can't see a scenario, and I don't think that the other side ever would. I don't think Antonio Brown's crew would ever come back and say, hey, we, we're out of line. We'd like your help. I think there's, it's far more likely they continue to push and try to get them to walk away. There's two ways this ends. One is the, the Von Schiller's walking away either with or without money. Two is Antonio Brown gets so sick of dealing with all this stuff that he leaves. Let's sit on that second one for a second there, because I think it's the most intriguing part, especially for local fans, of there may be people who read this article today, and they say, these two, we'll, we'll group them in as a family, Charlie and Steve Von Schiller, hey, if we want Antonio Brown to be done, we, we just want him to move on, we don't like what's been happening, I don't know how high of a percentage that is for Empire fan or just Capital Region Sports fan. You can always let us know. We talked about social media. We'll keep the phone lines open to you thanks to Elevation 10,000 at 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. If you're ready to see Antonio Brown just be done with the Albany Empire, people look at the Von Schiller family and say, okay, if he's gone, then they take over. Then local they, they ownership. Can't. Okay, explain that because I think some people might, even I might be well, a little confused by this. The 95% is not theirs. And nor would they, I, I don't want to speak for them, but in my dealings with them, I would find it very difficult to believe they could put the capital together to own that night. Even if that 95% was handed to them and now they had 100% of the team, that comes with day-to-day cost. Payroll, because they would actually do it. Um, you know, paying for the field each game, doing all these things. Like a lot of this stuff comes out when you, it, you it's reconciled after the game. So the arena will meet you with you after the game, and here's here's how much everything costs. Here's how much money came in. Here's your piece of it. Here's our piece of it. Walk away. But in the meantime, you got to pay a game day staff. You got to pay a team. You got to pay your coaching staff. You got to pay travel. You got to pay uh, food. We, we they feed the players, or at least you're supposed to. Like all these things, that was difficult for Mike to do, and Mike was using money that he had built up over his his life of running a very successful company i told mike not to do it by himself there's no way you could even like if if they ever looked at me for advice i would say don't do it you would need somebody like mike or go back to the old ownership of of 18 and 19 um a hearst a times union media mogul somebody like that to come in and go von schillers you still want to be a part of this you hold your five i'll take the 95 let's ride this out but a lot of damage has been done this year too so i don't know I don't know if the money will be there to support you. They, I've heard reports that sponsors who have been with this team from the beginning have not had great reactions from the conversations they've had with that with with the team that's approached them since. So okay. there's a lot to it. I, I I don't think I don't think any single family that is that lives within a normal normal budget could handle this. Well, when I hear the terms family and takeover and can someone else no longer be there, maybe it's because I'm a fan of the show Secession. And the whole yeah, this Br- ain't this ain't this no. Ain't, yeah, it's not the British monarchy. We're like, hey, who's next in line? This if- ain't Roy Star money, buddy. No, no. Nah, Kendall Roy's not going to take over or Shiv or I'm an episode I behind. Like, I don't even know. I now. feel like Kendall Roy a couple seasons ago already has taken over. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> all right, because it, it made sense in my mind. Like, okay, if there's three, again, Steve, Charlotte, we'll say the Von Schillers, we'll call it one. One, 
and then another one. If one goes down, as you just laid out, it's not as simple as that. Just because they also own the team, there's a 95% out there that, as you just put, we'll call it the infrastructure of the franchise needs to be figured out. So if people are rooting against Antonio Brown to step aside or move on or sell the team, whatever way you want to phrase that, it is not as simple as he goes and then the team goes back in local ownership's hands. Not that simple. Okay. It it would have to be negotiated through people with with greater means you know and 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 again there's so so much has happened like i can't imagine someone i could see somebody stepping at the end of this season and potentially saying hey if you'd like to leave i'd be more than happy to work with you on making that happen but you fired five captains you you fired you released you locked out of their rooms and released the top of the top talent in this league the the reason i even like sam castronova the the mvp of the championship game was just introduced as the jacksonville sharks quarterback like we knew it was happening but the pictures are out there i love sam it hurts me to see him in another uniform but him and jason gibson down there in jacksonville is gonna be pretty interesting i don't want to phrase this to offend you this is not the way i, I think it's the yeah, best way like okay is the wound still too fresh for me to ask this question of the longer this goes on here, Antonio Brown is the 95% owner of the Albany Empire. May, June, July, more games to be played. Is there ever going to be a point, if it already hasn't happened now, where, let's say, outside ownership, whoever it might be, this alleged arena football league revival, another indoor football league, whatever it might be, that the Albany market becomes too toxic because of this? Like, the longer and longer this goes, do other potential investors just stay away from Albany? And that may not be easy to answer or even possible to answer on May 11th. Yeah, May 11th, 2023. Do you have any feel for that, or is it far too early to answer that question? Jeff, the businessman, can't answer it. Jeff, the fan, can, right? So, Gaz, the the announcer, the color commentator, you can't answer it. But guys, the fan can. Can something happen this year that makes you never want to go to another Empire game? Because if that happens, if we hit that point where, and again, we never got everybody back from 18 and 19. We never got everybody back from 99 when the Firebirds won it all. If we, if we hit a point where there's no way you can put at least five to 6,000 people in that arena for every game, then it's too toxic and you can't do it. That, that's the real number you're looking at. I'd love to get back to the 9,000, 10,000 a game that we had in 18 and 19. You want that, you don't need that. You need four to 6,000 people in that arena for every single home game. And if that happens, you can lose just enough money to counteract the money you make in your other businesses. 3,000 or less, you're going to lose so much money that it's not worth it unless you get a lot of these owners, a lot of these sponsorships who come in and everybody's willing to lose a little piece of that money and then continue to build back the trust of the community. It all comes down to the trust. Of the community. Can, can you salvage the trust of the community between now and the end of this season? Because if you can do that, if he can do that, because who knows he's, he's, he's kicked off. He's done things that nobody really honestly thought he was gonna be able to do. He can continue to bring this back. He could actually turn this whole thing around. He could cut the Von Schillers a, a, a check of some variety or come to some kind of agreement 
where they're happy and they come around and go, hey, everybody, we have no beef right now. Mike Corder went on multiple news outlets locally yesterday and said, keep going to the games. We need this team. We need this brand. Support the players. Support support the team. Forget who's running it. doesn't matter. Go. If people keep going, it'll always be worth doing. 99 to 2018 to 2019 to 2023. So many different variables of what's changed over the course of that, too. You're a Raider fan who watched your team move from Los Angeles, Oakland, Vegas. Apples and oranges comparison of why that franchise moved. Same thing with St. Louis and the Rams and San Diego and the Chargers to L.A. All different variables of why things have happened with that franchise in particular. It can go through the list. And same with the Empire here. That last part you mentioned there about the fan base, and that's really the question. And I agree with you that as a business person, it's too hard to answer. And even as a fan, not knowing what you can expect weekend in and weekend out, how to answer those questions. Because, look, there's a chance that a month from now, a star NFL player who used to be in the league is on the field. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Wait, so once those coming? I kind of want to see that. There is What's some- to stop the star NFL player who owns the team yeah. from going on the field? Yeah, there is something about the deep core of sports is it is still entertainment and if people find something to be entertaining the circus is i guess a too strong of a comparison but you know what i mean by that there are some well, type I, say, of, I say that all the time the circus sells tickets too right right like concerts sporting events movies tv shows there is still a form of entertainment to the base core of this and if you are entertained by what you're going to spend your money on it can still be entertaining and can still make money so sure yeah yeah, and again, it's it's you can speculate, um, but you really can't you can't you can't always predict this market in particular. Like, it's a very interesting market. Like, if you told me that we would so fast regain the support that we had when we went off the air, you know, over two years ago, I would say you're out of your mind. But thank you, everybody. You've been great since we've been back to the point where. I'm starting to get a big head and act like a jerk around here. I <laughs> pushed Alan Green, the sales rep, into a, into the, into a garbage can. Did you? Today. Yeah. Just, He's I, a tall guy. Yeah. It was a big garbage can. I, I brought it special. I brought it right from Texas. Sell for me, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and I, I was like, I don't even know why I did that. Alan, you're amazing. You're a great guy. And, and I helped him out, but it's still, it's just happening. Um, but no, if, if it, it really comes down to the fans, like with all this, the, with all the crap that's been happening and listen, I'm not innocent in it. I'm, I'm so angry with one person. I can't understand why he gets away with the things he gets away with. I've, I've hurt the team. I have. I'm trying to do better about it, but I just, it's hard for me because I don't want to see people I care about get hurt, and that's what's happening. But when I watch the Empire play, I want them to win. When I see Patton out there making big catch after big catch after big catch, and I'm in a group chat. With all the players that are in Orlando right now and some that are in Jacksonville, Sam, how dare you? Um, it really, everybody goes like, man, Patton looks great. Or, man, you see that block from Hardy? Or, you know what I mean? They all, they still root for their guys. They really do. So it's, I want people to go to the games, but I want people to pay attention to what is being done to the people in our community by a guy who says he's here to help our community because it's ridiculous. LeVac and Gaz, 95.9 FM, 9.80 AM, Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you grab the iHeart app. And uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. I am shot out of a cannon. I slept amazing. Window open, little breeze. 
mouthpiece from Integrative Sleep Center in that keeps my airway open so the snoring is under control, the the sleep apnea. Um, you know, apparently, I didn't know this, not a doctor. It's bad when you stop breathing a lot. I thought that was, you know, listen, I was sleeping. I thought it didn't matter. Um, I, I like you know, a little sleeping beauty, beauty or or. Or Bluey, yeah, that's fine. Bluey, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah sleeping booty. Um, it was. I would stop breathing a lot in my sleep. My snores were so loud that, like, the neighbor would knock on the door and be like, "Hey, I'm you know trying to sleep." I'm like, "Wow, you live two blocks over." He's like, "I know," um, but the mouthpiece fixes all that. The snoring is so much quieter. The breathing continues, and I sleep great. I get real rest, and it's all thanks to Doctor Fred Dreer. And the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, they're helping me sleep better, they'll help you sleep better too. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Some volume in Clifton Park on the eastbound side of 146 as you come into the Northway. The Northway itself really not too bad. Route 9, some volume coming into Clifton Park right near 146. Alternate 7, 787, I-90 in the Thruway in good shape. Collar City Bridge, Manans Bridge, a little sluggish heading into Troy. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. DQ presents the sound of summer calling. Hey, it's me, Summer. You gotta get to DQ for the new Summer Blizzard menu, like new peanut butter pie. De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. Kanowski Agency Incorporated reminds you that Memorial Day is coming up. No nation in history has afforded its people the tremendous opportunities and freedom that we enjoy as Americans. Salute those who sacrificed to guard and preserve this great heritage. The men and women of America's armed forces. This Memorial Day tribute is from Kanowski Agency Incorporated. Ensuring within our community since 1959. With two locations to better serve you. 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown. 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every mom with your coupon or Macy's card. Like dresses, shoes, and more she'll love, 25 to 40% off. Or shop specials like 55 to 65% off robes, towels, and more bath accessories. And fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, Estee Lauder, and more. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. That's a good tune. I was, I was kind of, I was kind of vibing. This music drives me nuts. Yeah, you're not good at that part. No, of it. it's it's a whole different layout, and our podcast audience barely knows what we're talking about. But that's okay. But it's, it, you know, listen, I it's not smooth. Technically enough. speaking, you are better at running the board than I thought you'd be. Um, but you're still not good at it. Like you're better than I thought you'd be. But like, you know, but you're getting there. You got the power of the phone. People call and 
You hang up on them. I love that. That's fun to listen to. The Elevation 10,000 phone lines, 518-690-0980. I've decided after that break, this is how we're playing music from now on. We're just going to go like this. It's going to come back like this. Yep. And then like they teach you in radio, you on it slowly down. It's, yeah, it's called fade out. I, I, you haven't been fading it? What have you been doing No, the, nobody cares about the tech of this board. There's a code on here that locks in the music. It's, nobody cares about that except us. But yes. There you go. It's I think bothering they care you. when they hear me like freak out because it just vanishes. Um, NFL schedule comes out tonight, 8 o'clock. But we already know a bunch of games. We've had some leakage. Yes, there's definitely some leakage. Um, a lot of games are out. I think, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, we, got this, we know the season opener. By the way, if you don't want to know, it's Lions-Chiefs. Um Season over is going to be Lions Chiefs on NBC. There's a 9 11 game. We got the London games already. We got the Germany games. Uh, we have, there's a, a Black Friday game. There's the Christmas game. The, how about the Raiders Chiefs on Nickelodeon? If there was one game all year, I could guarantee you was going to have a fight. I think it's that one. Wait, 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 what? Well, you know, like the whole ring around the. So the Raiders. The Ra- when the Raiders beat the Chiefs the last time, they like drove around Arrowhead like blaring music and stuff. When um, last year, when the Chiefs were just annihilating the Raiders, they did that ring around the Rosie when they broke the huddle to mock the driving around the arena. They did that stuff. Um, last year, earlier in the year, the Raiders being punks were standing or standing on the the Arrowhead logo, being jerks before the game. Like it's becoming that rivalry again. It's chippy, and now it's going to be on Nickelodeon. How that how that looks on the transcript of this show here is going to be like Nickelodeon. You know that's a fight. That's right. how that's how it originally right. sounded when you said it. Well, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just imagine Patrick over there. I don't know. SpongeBob looks really bad from where I'm sitting. <laughs> Austin Hooper just poked a guy in the eye. Um, Poor Noah Eagles got to explain to the kids. Well, they're just you know how you and your siblings wrestle sometimes. They're just doing that with their fists right now to their face. Hey, hey kids, you love SpongeBob. Well, that's called a fish hook. Aye, aye, Captain! <laughs> um, it's, it's, just, it's just an interesting game, the Raiders-Chiefs Christmas Day on Nickelodeon. Like, And you can watch it on ABC, too, but you might as well just watch it on Nickelodeon, right? I'm surprised that Nickelodeon got a Christmas Day game. Why wouldn't they? Don't they have, like, specialized cartoons on Nickelodeon for that? Wouldn't they have, like, Bob the Builder or Peppa Pig? I feel Earlier like, in the day, you know? I feel like... Cartoon stations like that, that's got to be like one of their top three rated days of the year. One o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas, you're worried about, you know, gosh, you got to spend a little time with your kid, okay? You can't just put them in front of the babysitter slash Nickelodeon at one o'clock on Christmas, you can't, okay? You can't pump out some Christmas movies for those kids on It your- is going to be a Christmas movie. It's going to be the Raiders beating the Chiefs, baby. Come on now. I want Peppa Pig. Where's Peppa? Uh. You got so many problems. Not, not me. The kids. You. That was the kids saying they wanted Peppa no, Pig. No, I have never heard anyone besides you call for Peppa Pig so much. You always would talk about Peppa Pig. I'm a fan of her work. She's very impressive. You know she's not real bacon, right? Like, you can't, we can't make a BLT out of her. I would never do that to Peppa Pig. I would, if I could. Her brother's name's George. Big dinosaur guy. <laughs> I'm a big dinosaur guy. Um, how about the first ever... Tommy Brady game. Are you excited? Are you fired up? For Buccaneers Patriots? The season opener for the for the Pats. 
will be in honor of Tom Brady. It's the Tom Brady game. Robert Kraft said it on Good Morning Football today. Quote, the greatest player in the history of the game played right here in Foxborough. And I'm happy to tell you, I invited him back to come here and be with us for the opening game, the Tommy game. Tommy Brady in front of everybody at Foxborough. Hang on, hang on. We got to back up here. I think this is a bigger deal than I realized when this was originally talked about on Good Morning Football this morning. So if Robert Kraft is inviting Tom Brady back to the game in Foxborough, exciting week one, 2023, when I hear that, does that mean he's being honored in some way? Yes, it's a Tommy Brady game. So like, is his number being retired? Is a statue being built? Are they renaming the field? I know that sounds a little excessive. We're not there yet. Okay. Be, this is the this is from the Patriots Twitter account. Be here when we celebrate the goat, but they do the little goat emoji. Enter for a chance to win tickets to the home opener. It's a graphic of thank you Tom game sweepstakes. Enter to win two tickets to the home opener at Gillette Stadium, featuring a special halftime ceremony honoring Tom Brady. We've done some detective work over the last week or so. Let's do a little detective work again here. Do you think those things I'm talking about, the Jersey retirement? potential renaming of the field statue and you know how i feel about statues of living people it's very bizarre but nonetheless would all of that happen post belichick like is that why they're not mm. doing any of this stuff because of the awkward storyline taking away well, we from what, what it could be we don't know what they're gonna do yet yeah this is the beginning now now we know there's a party we don't know you know if it's catered we don't know if you know there's a band we know there's a party thank you Tommy. Tommy Brady, thank you for everything you did for us. We appreciate you. We're going to light a mob red in your honor. All right. This is just an easy PR move. Hey, hey, season yeah. tickets are here. We just need something to promote for week one. Tom Brady's going to show up. It could be a simple and e- Maybe I'm overthinking the whole thing. Possibly. Well, and there's also the other. Please please retire for real this time. Please. Seriously. We're, ser- we're seriously tired of seeing you embarrass us. Or, or play for us. Don't, yeah, don't no, no, we don't even need that. We got Mac. No. Mac Jones. Who would you take right now? 2023 right now? week one. This just moment? just for this season. I'm not talking five years from now, three years from now. To play football? To play football for the Patriots 2023. Would you take Mac Jones or Tom Brady? Well, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady. Okay. But I love Tom. He's he's beautiful. He's, he, listen, I've felt this way about a man before. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I love Tom Brady. Um, he's Mark got Wahlberg stuff. is there already. Mark Wahlberg's already in his seats. Camping out? Yeah. I'm not leaving until Tommy plays. Um, yeah, no, and, and it's I think it's all the things. But I, I would think this means he actually is retired because if there's one person I think he would actually confide in about it, it's probably Kraft. It's good for selling tickets. Anybody who's been to Foxborough, they know that it's like there's nothing. There's just like a road through the desert, and then all of a sudden it's a, a city around a football field. It's, it's, there's restaurants and bars and stores, TB12, you know, all those things. I can imagine sometime between now and when we actually do have this wonderful game for Tom announcing a statue. Maybe, you know, you know how they got the flame for Al Davis after he passed away over there in Vegas? We're just going to have a, a tall mob red. It's always lit. <laughs> in honor of Tommy. And Tommy. Or, you know, maybe a steaming cup of Duncan. You never know. Whatever Tom wants, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Avocado Duncan. That'll be great. Like it's, I think you will, you'll see they'll do something. They will. I'm jumping to more conclusions here too. Now, hearing this story and potentially the honors that you've laid out there, LeFac. Yeah. Is the broadcasting thing done for Brady now? 
No, he's taking a year and he's going to do it, he said. I'm starting to think he's not doing it. Nah, he's going to do it because it's a lot of money. You know, Tom wants to do it. It is a lot of money. And, uh, you know, Tommy will do it. It'll be great. It's Tommy. I've read some reports now that Brady, if he's going to do it, he has to have the Tom Brady mentality. So he has to be super <laughs> aggressive, all in, have it consume his life. Which way does it go? Does it is it it's it's Tommy? So whatever he does is great, or is it's Tommy? So nothing he does will ever be good enough. Yeah, I think it's the second one. We saw Tony Romo come under heat this season just because he has a huge contract, and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. This is what happens when people. Dave Chappelle might have had this figured out twenty years ago. Once the big fat contract comes, all of a sudden the big fat criticism comes with it. Maybe yeah. some artists figure that out, and that's why they don't want to sell out and all the other nonsense you've heard over decades plus. But maybe Brady just doesn't want to do it. Now, common sense, common sense tells me, guys, make a prediction. A human being on planet Earth is being offered $200 million. Do you think they will or will not take the money? I will say yes, they will take the money. That seems like the right answer to take. But yeah. every indication from Andrew Marshan at the New York Post from this stuff, from Brady really not being, let's say, analytically active, like he's not giving takes about teams on Twitter yet, there's nothing pointing to that actually happening besides $200 million. Mm, well, and he said he's going he's gonna to take time and he's going to go do it. But I, I guess I guess when it comes to you, at first I thought he's so charismatic it'll work, right? I thought he could just sit there and do it. But the – the thought of him actually saying something negative about another team, I don't know if he could. I don't know if he'll do that. And the Patriots, especially. Oh, he said no. The, the well, you know, I, he could do that if he had to. If he does it, he'll do it for everyone. But is it negative to say what someone's doing wrong? Like, if I just if he's just because that's I think that's one of the things people don't like about Romo, is Romo almost never actually trashes anyone. He'll go oh no or something like that, but it's always kind of there's never any anger behind it. Let me, let me do this for you, okay? Michael Jordan was never an analyst because it would have felt weird if he was ever criticizing the Bulls. Magic Johnson has, and it's always been like a headline in L.A. when he criticized the Lakers. Yankee fan, won't it be weird if Jeter criticizes the Yankees on Fox? Won't that be a headline by itself? I Or maybe it depends on the criticism, I, I right? Try, well, it's, you got, everybody's got to have a story. Is Should it be a headline? No. I mean, if he does something like... Like Anthony Volpe, if he goes out there and he's doing something and then Jeter goes, that guy's not me. That guy sucks. He'll never be me. I'm taller, better looking. Like something like that. If Brady went out and was like, Belich I carried Belichick. Mac Jones stands no chance because he's not me. Those kind of things. But just but just saying flat out that, you know, this is this or that's that, I I don't no, I think it'll be all right. Fair criticisms, okay. Yeah, yes, exactly. And people will try to make them bigger, you know, but I don't think it, I don't think that'll be a, a big problem. Um, I will tell you that if your problem is that you just don't know how to get your message out, you don't know how to get the right apparel for your company, you don't maybe you don't even know what you need to elevate your brand. You one hundred percent need Elevation Ten Thousand, soup to nuts, top to bottom, start to finish, whatever you're looking to do. They're the brand builder. They they're going to help you with all of it. Uh, I worked with them on many, many facets, whether it be, you know, vinyl signs, digital marketing, video production, apparel, they, they, all right there for you. And they're in their hometown. They're right here locally for us. Elevation 10,000 is 
great at all this stuff. They made the team store for the Empire, and then they can also make like a like a private website store for your staff's apparel. So your staff can go and just order sizes, designs, all that stuff, have it all go right through the website, and then boom, it's shipped out, and you're good to go. These are the kind of things that they can do that I never thought of until I started working with Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. This report is sponsored by Top 240 EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Top 4 at 4 with Levac and Gaz. I love the Fox trumpet, the Fox Sports. It makes me like it's football. It's football. Um, Top 4 at 4 is brought to you by Mohawk Honda. I got too excited about the trumpet, too. I was looking down. I'm like, man, that trumpet is awesome, dude. I'm never changing the trumpet. The trumpet yeah. stays all year long. We need to learn to play the trumpet in, in the trumpet's honor. <laughs> that just sounds like you have gas. <laughs> That's more like an elephant. Man, I used to be a... Man, I used to be so good at the trumpet. That's the trombone. Sorry, never mind. A little mind. tuba action there. Tuba? All right, listen. Here's the deal. It's time for the four big stories in the world of sports. Brought to you by Mohawk Honda with a lot of the way to please you. NFL leakage in the schedule. More and more will come to... Did you just laugh? What happened there? More leakage. <laughs> the New York Jets. Jet fans, we found out when you will kick off the season. At the same time, the Buffalo Bills will kick off the season. In a weird twist, you'll be playing against each other. That's on the kickoff edition of Monday Night Football this year. You get Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. September 11th, Monday Night Football. Exciting there. And the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, will kick off their season on Thursday night against the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Levesque, I know it's a mm-hmm. formula. I know there's math. There's analytics. There's movement. Are you surprised that the Lions get the week one game this year? No, they're a very popular team. And um, I got to wait until I see the number. That might be one of my first, like, plays of the day I, I think the lions are going to get a little uh they're going to get a little underestimated in that game I, I would bet they get at least what five and a half six points probably i'll take them anything uh anything over three three and a half i'm i'm taking the lions in that game I'm, i think it'll be a lot of a lot of points scored a lot of fun to be had and we're gonna get a very early barometer of how good the lions are going to be this year that's the one thing i want to remind nfl football fans when you find out the team's schedule you find out those marquee days the christmas now new year's eve and the day after thanksgiving all this stuff you're gonna be like oh why didn't this team play this time or why do they have this there is a huge formula to this you've got a it's what is it uh homeland with the beautiful mind you've got the map out there who is Pepe Silvia for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fans with Charlie Day up there in the mailroom. It's not as easy as saying all these teams should play this time and that. There's yeah. a reason why this is happening. So I'm, I'm excited to see where these whole things fall together, what I'm talking about. By weeks and divisional matchups so we can start figuring out the over and unders and teams who could be Super Bowl contenders and more on Monday from Sports Illustrated. Matt Verderam is going to join us to break this whole thing down. Matt has become... Dare I say, popular, viral, because he is that guy that will run through the entire schedule, pick every single game all the way from week one to the Super Bowl. I don't know if he'll do that for a half hour with us, but he will give us some insight on games and teams and what's falling forward for all that stuff. But I love that it's Jets-Bills week one. So many juicy storylines there. Tons of them. And and to your point about the schedule, I never thought about it until I had to hear how it worked on I mean, you're talking six, seven team league, and it's 
availability of arenas, travel, uh, this one, that one. Sliding hill. And now you're doing it for 32 teams? Woo! No thanks. All good. Janet Jackson, Taylor Swift, WWE, yeah. all the other things we've heard Me in the past. Me complaining about the Raiders being in Buffalo when it's too cold. You know, all these things are, are big deals. Number three. A few games on the Major League Baseball schedule today. A lot of teams have an off day, and that includes the Boston Red Sox. They are off tonight. You'll hear them again Friday here on your home for Red Sox baseball. Friday! 95-9-9-80. 6-10 hour coverage will start with pregame 7-10 again tomorrow when they take on the St. Louis Cardinals. The Mets fall in afternoon action to the Cincinnati Reds 5 to nothing. I was so convinced that Verlander and Green was going to be a offensive shootout, a nine over under run total. Two on final yesterday, guys. When I miss on my play of the day, oh, I miss. Twins take down the Padres, and the Yankees are in action with the 705 first pitch. They take on the Tampa Bay Rays with Domingo Herman on the mound. Levesque, we can talk about this a little bit later, but give us a little appetizer, a little preview of. The significance of this series for the Yankees. What's well, a big deal? You you righted the ship against the A's. You got Judge back. Volpe becomes the youngest Yankee in history to hit a grand slam. All these things are great. Now you got to go do it against a better team. You played the Rays last weekend. You took one of three. You should have taken two of three. You were in all three games. So now you got to go out there. It's a four-game series. Four games. You're back eight. If you swept, you're only back four. I'm just putting it there. You know, you know, go three and one, you, you gain some ground. So, got to got to at least split. But man, if you could take three, if you could take three this weekend, just just gigantic momentum, and you gain ground on the top team in your in your division. This is a compliment for the Rays. It's not going to feel like it's a compliment when I say this, but this series they is smell terrible. Finally, this series is more important for the Yankees than it is the Rays. For a long time, maybe forever, it was the Rays face the Yankees, and it's got to be control of the division, and who's the top dog, and the Rays are chasing the Yankees, and will they ever get there? Tampa's played in World Series. I know uh, our guy goes by New York J with one of our, our iHeart stations down in Tampa, got in a huge brawl with Evan Roberts. There's a big Tampa versus New York media beef, and we like New York J down in Tampa. Tampa fan is sticking the chest out. They're saying, come bring it. We're the new top dog and everything. Okay, you want to do that? We'll find out. This is a far bigger series for the Yankees because of the things you said. Get the season back on track. Let's not forget who we are, what uniform we wear, and everything else. Let's show that we're still a top contender in this division. Just because Tampa's on top doesn't mean New York's talent can't match. Yeah, what he said. Story number two. Two games on the ice tonight in the NHL playoffs. The Devils back in action. They take on the Carolina Hurricanes. A win by the Hurricanes will end that series as Carolina leads three games to one. And the Seattle Kraken take on the Dallas Stars. Tied up two games apiece in that one. Game five. Puck drops at 9.30 in that. And then Devils, Hurricanes at seven. Levesque, hockey fans are not going to like this question I'm proposing here in the top four at four. But I feel like, hockey fan, you got to eat this one a little bit. You and I would love to have a story in the top four at four that takes over NBA playoff action, Yankees and Red Sox, Empire. We, the Knicks... It would be great if you and I could come on and talk about this big theme is dominating the NHL playoffs. Unfortunately, because the superstar is not advancing anymore, there hasn't been something yet that's jumped out in the NHL playoffs that's dominated the headlines. And I feel bad for these teams and fan bases because they haven't had that yet. You know what I mean? Like, I would love for us to say this is happening. This is nothing is crossed over yet, even with ESPN's coverage. I think I think the 
roadmap to making that happen would be um, thaw the ice, move the games outside, maybe put them on grass, um, replace the sticks and the puck with like a football or something, and uh, and play that game. That might be that might be a good way to start getting attention. That, that sounds like football. Oh, okay, yeah, football would be better. Let's do football instead of hockey. Like yeah, nobody cares about hockey. They don't. I want to. I want to care about the Rangers. But legitimately, like if your team's not in it, you don't care. I I watched the Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Do you think I like either one of those teams? No, not at all. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, by the way, Ryan uh, will tweet at you about dude, this take. Let's drop the gloves. Ugh. All right, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. You sound a little bitter about the Rangers being knocked out here. That's yeah, bitter. Bitter Schmitter. That's what I say. I don't care. Number. I don't care. <laughs> I just hear that as a promo. Bitter Schmitter. I don't yeah, care. It's Levac and Goss. Three to five on Fox. You can't make me care about a bunch of dudes sliding around with sticks in their hands. It's just not going to happen. Number one, two basketball games tonight. We can see potentially two teams punch their tickets to the conference finals. I'll punch your ticket. Eastern Conference final matchups. The Boston Celtics taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Tip-off set for 7.30 with one more win. In the city of brotherly love, the Sixers can go to the Eastern Conference finals. Boston will have to force a game seven with a win for that game, which would flip it back to the Boston Garden. I like calling it the new Boston Garden. There you go. And then Denver and Phoenix tonight. Tip-off set for 10 o'clock. Game is in the desert. If the Suns win, they force a game seven. If not, the top seeded Denver Nuggets will advance to the conference finals. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Trust the process. 76ers advance. Don't even care about the 76ers. Just don't want Boston fans to be happy. Celtics fans are obnoxious. You're just mean people. It's true. I remember what two of your fans did. You abducted that poor player from Utah so that you could win. And then you t- made a movie about it. It was a documentary called Celtic Pride. I'm going to somehow referenced it twice in one show. Twice in one show. I don't want to use the Nets as a comparison here because we've kind of seen the Nets go through Harden and Durant. So that comparison doesn't work here. But for Knicks fans, I'm looking at four of these teams. Boston, Philly, Denver, and Phoenix. I'm going to ask what team the Knicks should model their potential future success after. I'm, I'm going to answer my own question first, though. Okay. Boston feels like what they're doing. It just feels like they're Boston light. It would be nice if they were Denver. Find a big guy like Randall to play like Jokic. Find a guard like Brunson to play like Murray. Have a really good coaching staff. Get some international talent to feed the bench that has a certain skill set. The answer should be Denver, but Denver's taken almost a decade to do this. But the Knicks are Boston. Does that make sense to you and Knicks fans? You know what I'm talking about here? Um, I guess I guess the only thing that like I really took away from that that is the fact that you act like the Knicks have been able to sign people they wanted to sign for the last, like, 20 years. Like, Brunson's the first guy they went, we want that guy and got him, you know? So, like, who should they model themselves after? Uh, can I model myself after a team that people actually want to play for? Because that's who that's the team I want to be. I want You know what I would like to model myself after? Um, I want to be like the Bulls right before they got Jordan. That's what I want to be. Give me Jordan right now, and I'll be fine. Give me, give me LeBron in his in his prime. There's no modeling because nobody lets us model. The Bucks grinded it out. They got a big guy in the Greek freak. They win an NBA championship. I don't want to be the Bucks. I just feel like the Bucks 
everything has to go perfect for them to win. And I know it's hysterical when Antetokounmpo comes out and is like, everyone acts like it's a down year if we don't win at all. It's still good. It's still whatever. You asked me that same question last year. Yeah, it sucks if you don't win. I just said, that's the answer. Is, it a, is the year a failure? Were we one of the best teams in the league? Yeah. Did we win it all? No. Yeah, we failed. If Denver doesn't get it done, conference finals or NBA finals appearance, that feels like that window's finally closed for them. It feels like I don't know how much Denver's got left because this feels like the Bucks with that Greek freak year, even though he's still there, that team owns the championship. The Dirk year where they beat the Heat. I don't want to say the Cleveland comparison because they all still had LeBron, so that's a little, I don't want to say cheating, but that's a whole different style of how you mortgage the future when you have LeBron on Cleveland. This is Denver's time. Get it done, Nuggets, tonight. Yeah. for you guys. Or else. Or else. Um, yeah, I would like to see Denver advance just because they're fun to watch play, but uh, I, don't know. I, I hate seeing the Slim Reaper off the court. I enjoy watching Durant play still. It's still a thing. At some point, I'd like to root, and maybe I kind of did against the Warriors. I rooted for the Sacramento Kings Slovak. You know why I did that? Because of Kevin Herter, who oh. just a few days ago was at Mohawk Honda. Mohawk Honda is looking forward to you stopping in, whether it's this spring or this summer, to find yourself a new vehicle. There it is, Levac. Turn your head right there. That is my pilot sitting right there in the parking lot here. The Fox Sports 95, 9 and 98. I love my pilots. The best vehicle I've ever had. I got the two car seats in there. Life is good. The wife isn't complaining. The in-laws continue to use it. But Mohawk Honda are people that you can trust during the carbon experience. So many people have those horror stories of, oh, they charged me for this. And that. you don't have that at Mohawk Honda. I'm stopping in Monday to John in service. He's going to take care of me because that light maintenance thing is on. Hopefully I make it to Monday with my vehicle. I think I'll be fine. But don't forget about CPOs. That is certified pre-owned vehicles. They have those right now at Mohawk Honda in Glenville. So if you stop in, they'll find exactly what you're looking for. The whole crew can help you find the vehicle that you want to fit the budget, to fit the lifestyle and more, and people that you can trust during the car buying experience. And people like me who, a year into it, might not exactly be sure what the maintenance is. John and Service will help you as well. Nick and Nate do a great job on social media as well. I love working with Mohawk Honda. I know you do as well, LeVac. We love our friends in Mohawk Honda. Stop in today, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. We're looking at a good ride on both sides of the Northway at this hour from Colony up into Clifton Park in Saratoga Springs. 787, that's a pretty good ride. Alternate 7, I-90, the throughway, all check-in problem-free. We are slow in Troy on Hoosick Street heading eastbound towards Hoosick Road. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell, but they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Tara, quote, My doctor wanted me to do saline rinses for my allergies, but I've never been able to successfully use a neti pot. Navage uses suction power, so it's foolproof. There are nights when I'll have particularly bothersome allergies. I'll bust it out, and the results are immediate. It's such a relief. It's become a lifesaver, unquote. 
She's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Don't miss Clean Car Month now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get superior coverall tire shine, two for $18. Get details at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Great, it's yours. See you then. Nathan's Tiki-themed bar is swimming in end-of-year party bookings. Where can I find that many servers? They want headlamps? And I'm going to need to find a band. He needs caterers to navigate the rising tide. No, Mario, not your cousin's cover band. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Levac, I had the conversation with my wife yesterday, and she said, your bathroom is disgusting. What else in this house have you ruined made disgusting? I'm like, that's a little strong. You didn't have to tell me four times in a row. But I made the call today to Lisa over at USX Pest Control to set up our service at our home to check it all out. The summer's almost here, so I'm sure there's other things that may or may not be my fault that pests may have entered our home. Luckily, our friends over at USX Pest Control can help get rid of them. Get them out. With the summer coming, you might not even know about some of the risks that your home could have. Maybe you're a new homeowner within the last two to three years, and you haven't just kind of dropped the ball on that. USX Pest Control can help. And, Levesque, you know from experience, they were just checking out your place recently. Had Tim from USX you know, walk around the house with me, show me where the trouble spots could be, told me how they were going to go about fixing them, putting together a plan, coming back to institute the plan. You can have that inspection for free at USXPest.com. You know, be like God's, be the hero of the house all of a sudden, even though you have a gross bathroom, <laughs> just by going to USXPest.com. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. You know, I know we don't work over at the uh, the four letter network anymore. We're now at Fox Sports Radio. We're at home, where I probably where I always should have been. I never really was a big Stephen A. Smith fan, but I feel bad for him right now. Dude is a is is a sports fan. He's a hoops fan. That's like his. His core is is hoops. He loves basketball. For those who don't remember, he was a writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. That's where he became popular. He was the one who covered Iverson, and the practice of his career took off because he was on the beat for the Sixers, which seems forever ago, and some people don't even realize that anymore. I thought he just appeared yelling at, like, Skip Bayless and and everyone else. I thought he just started yelling at Michael Irvin about the Cowboys. I didn't know. He, I didn't even know he was born. I How about just, the Cowboys? Yeah. I thought it was like a big bang. You just heard, ah! and there he was. He just showed up. Um, he's getting a lot of blowback, a lot of trouble because he, I I don't even want to say made light of because of AD because of the brows concussion. And I mean, I don't, we've reached this, this level where you can't even, you can't even say that you don't, you didn't see something. So Anthony Davis goes to the bench last night with a concussion. looks like a glancing blow. Could have been a concussion, could not. So far today, we've heard it's probably not a concussion. Um, a lot of people were upset or or at least made note of the fact that he allegedly was put in a wheelchair to get back to the locker room. 
Uh, there was a whole like breakout on uh, inside the NBA last night. The TNT guys ripped them, uh, and I was texting you about what. It's the first thing I woke up this morning after yeah. it. Like, what is Anthony Davis doing here? What? Right. So we were doing it a little bit as yeah. well. Like, what's what's happening with the wheelchair? I thought of Paul Pierce and his right. situation with well, his shorts. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe Anthony Davis had to go poo poo. Like, we don't know. But um, so today, Stephen A. Smith said, "I ain't seen nothing yesterday that made me say concussion, concussion." Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Did a wheelchair get him to the locker room? I'm not sure. Really? A wheelchair? That's where we are? And he is getting annihilated. People, calm down. That's not that bad. Like, he didn't... We Gaz and I interviewed a former NFL superstar who told us concussions were made up. That they didn't exist. You mean Merrill Hodge? I mean Merrill Hodge. I mean, he wrote a book. We could say his name now, right? No, I, I'm just, you know, I was building. I was, I was sorry, building. You know, I'm you sorry, Lou. No, that was perfect. That was, what it need, no, that was where it needed to be. That was where it needed to be. Like, and he didn't care. And I will tell you right now, that man was that man was showing signs of a concussion while speaking to us. And I'm not even kidding. He was sweating profusely. He was having. He he couldn't look up at the light. Like, he looked like he just got a concussion, or did Coke. He looked like, he, he, you know, and, and he's telling you there's no concussions. And I'm like, man, did you, did you just hit your head? And if I had asked that question, I'd be, I'd be getting run through it right now the way Stephen A. Smith is. We can't even say, I don't think that was a concussion. We can't even say, did you really need a wheelchair? We can't have any bravado whatsoever. Is that where we're at? No bravado? I hope to God we're not as sports fans because this goes to the takes of you can't boo athletes. This goes to the tank of Kyrie Irving demanding a trade with a social media team, putting out the thank you Kyrie social media post and running the best of we miss you athlete who demanded to get out of the city. There is such a catering to the, let's say the Gen Z athlete like never before because they have their brand and it's a money and look there's there's some reasons people can explain to me as to why you have to cater to the athlete but there also should be a an accountability side of it the reason Stephen A. Smith really ripped Anthony Davis and the reason you and I I don't want to speak for you but I believe it's the same reason the reason you and I were so quick to point to Anthony Davis having the wheelchair and the injury was that he has a history of injuries yeah and not just a history of injuries a history of Okay, but like the usual time frame to come back from that injury is this. Okay. And you uh, took two months off longer than most people who would have that injury. I'm gonna, multiple cases. I'm gonna say the word that, that you're not allowed. He's soft. That's what that's what everybody wants to say, but you can't say it. Now, am I a quarter of the athlete that Anthony Davis is? Never was, never will be. Am I as tough as Anthony Davis? Yeah, no, I'm tougher than Anthony Davis. I am. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like like, I'm, I'm a fat old man. I hurt myself six times today, probably more than he did yesterday. And I'm not in a wheelchair. Matter of fact, these wheels in this chair don't like me. Um, it, it's, it's such a weird thing. But everything I just said, it's just being a fan. Calm down. Like, people are defending Anthony Davis. Like, like, he, like, like he's their brother or... Um, a, like, or they were the ones who hit him and they feel bad or whatever. It's just like, come, dude, I know. I know we have to take concussions more seriously, especially in the NFL. That's why that helmet technology is big and all these, all these things. And there's independent people who are, who are making sure that teams are taking them seriously, all these things. But if we're, 
if we're doing all the safety stuff, like, can I be a jerk again? Like, because it's fun. Like, that's why I watch sports. Okay, so if Anthony Davis is that hurt for the Laker defender or the agent or the spin job or the people attacking the soft takes, which I lean, I'm with you. He was soft yesterday on a wheelchair on a head injury. Come on. If he's that injured, what's going to happen in game six? Right. So if he's that banged up and he can't play, you and I will apologize when we can't say, oh, whoa, whoa, hey, hey. We didn't know. Okay. Game six, he can't play. The season's over. Maybe, potentially, if Golden State comes back and wins game six and game seven, maybe that's the whole thing. But that's the stuff I can't stand right there. And I, I felt my, I actually felt the skin pop off a little bit on my left arm here when I was giving my take here. Because that's the stuff that drives me nuts about athletes in 2023. They go for the cover. And I'm not talking pro wrestling. Like, hey, if things go poorly, I got an excuse quick. Hey, if we actually lose to the worst, oh, I was injured. So that's why, no, that's why we couldn't do it. Zion I, just popped in my head, well, like, well, 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 Zion's not playing well because he's not hurt. He's not out. Well, like, everyone gives everybody There's, excuses. I thought of a different athlete last night when I saw this. I thought of Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Because if, if Ben Roethlisberger throws an interception, you can damn sure guarantee he's going to be an air cast after the game. His leg, his arm, something. His nose, he's going to have an air cast on. Um, if, he has, if he has three interceptions, he may not be available for postgame because he's in traction. Like, he's the guy who has realized, ah, if I'm hurt, they won't mock me because you can't mock an injured guy. That's, that's wrong. Okay, we can because we know you're faking. Your teammates said you're faking. Your teammates who... At that time, weren't even against you. We're just like, yeah, no, he does that. That's him. Like, AD kind of has that vibe. Like, could he have come back and played? Probably. He maybe. Could he have had a concussion? Absolutely, he could have. Does he have a history of these kind of things where I, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe he's taking this potential alleged injury a little more seriously than he should? He has a history of that. He does. That's like, like you know. I have a history of a million things. Like, if you see me walking up to a box of donuts, you're going to try and get there first. I'm a fat guy. The evidence says I'm going to take more than I'm supposed to. Will I? You don't know. Maybe not. But the evidence is there. Pun intended here. You know who's the king of this? LeBron. Oh, yeah. And I like LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. But there is nobody. It feels like Ben Roethlisberger is really close here. Big Ben is real close. Of Making a random excuse that nobody wanted that you just had. Why did you have that ready? Social media sleuths love this one about LeBron. That Remember that year where LeBron constantly was reading books? Like he had like the Godfather yeah. book. He had like Game of Thrones. I think, yeah, he had a Hunger Games. But they were always on the first page. Like every <laughs> photo was him like act. LeBron. And then someone, I think it was Dave McBenamin, a reporter asked him like, hey, how's the book going? Like what? Your, what was your favorite part? You just like didn't answer. Uh, the, the the what was your favorite part? Yeah, mine too. That's mine too. Yeah, like they'll do this stuff just for show to be like, okay, well, I I was busy though, you know, I was distracted. I just say, look, it's like the little league kid who falls down because the he dropped the outfield pop fly. No, you're not hurt. We the, the poor pop Warner football player got well, burned in coverage. Who just lays down? Like right. that's how I felt about Anthony Davis last night. We don't need an excuse. Just say, hey guys. It was stupid they brought a wheelchair out. I'm fine. 
or I'm banged up. I did not need a wheelchair. It's embarrassing enough that I got hurt. Now you've got this going on. Or or just flat out, like when somebody says, man, I didn't see a concussion. Maybe don't freak out until we see medical evidence of a concussion. Maybe that's when you go, oh, you didn't see one? And do what we all do when we talk sports with our friends. Rub his nose in being wrong. That's the beauty of it. If we start keeping people from making stupid statements, we're not going to get to scold them for being wrong. Stop it. That's right. Let them be wrong. It's this fun. is our profession. It's what we, we need do. this. And I fully expect to be told when I'm wrong. I mean, some of the best calls we've ever gotten is me saying something so stupid that even I have to go, I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm embarrassed. There are remember, there, oh, hold on. Remember <laughs> my favorite. My favorite. If you didn't used to listen, this is literally like going through things like, you know, a certain levacness or this, whatever. And then I said it about JPP. Say it in your head, JPP, and then Ness. Say it in your head. <laughs> and I didn't even catch it. I thought I was making this great point about JPP, like fighting through the, the you know, missing fingers and everything. And some dude called, and to his credit, he got through the screener with something, like, oh, I just want to talk Giants or whatever, and then went, did you just say penis? And I went, yes, I did. You are correct. I did. I did. I said JPP. Yeah, I did. And it was like, I've, I started sweating. I got hot. I felt stupid. But it was funny. You got to eat the joke once in a while. There are social media accounts now, and hopefully this never happens for us, but maybe we want it, that are devoted to catching people to make mistakes. Freezing yeah. cold take, yeah. back after this. Uh, I'm sure they're awful announcing. There's a bunch of these people, and they're all trolls because they don't show their faces and everything else. But, yes, it's okay to make a mistake. You don't have to protect your brand that often, especially athletes. Just own it for game six, Anthony Davis. Be like, shouldn't have taken the wheelchair. I can play. We can go to the conference finals to take on either Phoenix or Denver, and we'll be ready to go. That's it. Because this whole soft mentality, and I'm glad you brought up TNT last night. Because they the, were hysterical. They were, there's a reason it's the greatest studio show of all time, because of stuff like that. Because that conversation is every conversation in Capital Region bars watching yep. that game. Yep. It's every conversation. If you're sitting in your car right now with whoever, your son, your wife, if you're listening to this on the podcast working out, you're going to have this conversation with somebody. Sorry for the whole JPP thing. I apologize. <laughs> That's exactly it. What is Anthony Davis doing? He's got to go out there and play. He can't be looking like a fool out here, man. Those guys still play through constant injuries. And I get the generation before that said that about generation before that. But we had a steep drop off here with the NBA player of taking time off in the playoffs. The, the storyline was they were going to sit game five anyways for the Lakers and some of their big players. <laughs> remember, like, remember it was the point where it's like, oh, you, all you sports people are Neanderthals and me and Gertrude aren't going to watch. Now they watch just to hear us say Neanderthal things and get upset about us picking on the Neanderthals. Don't watch just to get upset. If you want to get upset, just be a Knicks fan. It's easier. It's just, I'm always I'm like the Incredible Hulk. I'm always angry. Um, <clears throat> do you see the Chiefs are going to uh, help the White House save a little face? No. Well, that guy's Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. The Chiefs are in. They said, you know what? Georgia, you're not going. We'll go to the White House on June 5th. So the Chiefs are there. I, I got to tell you, I, I've been kind of doing a little digging into this whole scenario. And we, we thought that University of Georgia not going for football for the college athlete day was very political. Kirby Smart says it's not. And I, I think I believe him. So basically he goes, it's not political at all. It's chief recruiting time. 
I got 700 plus people coming to campus, looking through them all. Now I'm going to take 200 people over to the White House. There'll be nobody to work on recruits. I feel like Kirby Smart just told you without telling you, I haven't done anything yet. I'm not done. I won a, I won a, I won a couple championships. I want to win another one and another one. I'll go to the White House when I'm done. That's called a cheap pop in the wrestling world, right? Just telling the fan base what they want to hear. No, no. It's, it sounded good. It sounded good for Kirby Smart to get the Bulldog fans and alumni. No. I don't think the guy the guy can't take a day off from recruiting to no. go to the White House. Can't take a take he can't go to the beach. No, like, he can't celebrate a holiday. No. It's recruits or else. This is the yes. SEC, guys. Everything you just said is real. It's the SEC. Georgia doesn't recruit. Bama gets the player. You can't have that. What do you mean you're sleeping? There's a four star in Georgia. Just saw the key. You ran a four four. Damn right. Wake bring, up. Bring the dialysis machine with you. Get to work. No, I mean, like, it's SEC. I saw Hugh Freeze coaching in the hospital bed. Anthony Davis is out here getting stretched. You can't recruit the five star? I was in Georgia. I was in the state of Georgia. I was close to the border, but I was in the state of Georgia. And I watched six different people leave during a 30 minute lunch. Roll tide, roll tide, roll tide, roll tide. They really do that. Every day. That's how they greet and, and say goodbye to each other. I believe him. I think he's like, you know what? I'm prioritizing things. Some of these people want to take time off because their kids are being born. Well, if you're doing that, we're sure as hell not going to the White House. Get to work. I want another championship. Can the kid run? We don't need him then. Get out of the hospital. You got his measurables yet? Come on, let's go. Like, what am I going to do? Can, is, is Biden going to get some eligibility left? If not, we ain't going. Players go. Have a nice day. I, I don't. Be, I don't believe that Kirby Smart. You know what? I'm going to stop myself from saying that. I was going to say I don't think Kirby Smart is going to set a precedent for future college football coaches to use that as an excuse. Oh, I, ta- yeah. I take that back. Right. Actually, he just did. Every right. coach can now use that rather than the politics take, rather than the semester take. They could use that and they can play to their crowd and say that's why they're not doing it. It yeah. worked. Because here's he ask. Go ahead. I'm. Uh, my name is. Uh, my name is uh, Coach Levac. I. I run the uh, East West uh, University of Mining um, football team. Uh, we're not going to be going to the White House. Coach Levac, uh, this is Trent Krim from the Independent. Why are you not going to the White House? Well, because the second you go to the White House, Kirby Smart drinks your milkshake. So I'm out. <laughs> like, like, I mean, come on. It's now. Not only can I say that I need to recruit, I can't go because Kirby Smart's recruit. I need to work twice as hard. Not only are we not doing that, we've stopped sleeping in this program. We don't sleep anymore. <laughs> Actually, we sleep standing up. We all we've had new beds made, and we all sleep standing up so that we save we save that thirty five seconds of putting our feet on the floor in the morning. We're up and we're moving. You think Bama's sleeping? I mean, maybe, probably. Yeah. Health wise, they should be. No. You, think, you think Nick Saban is stopping to go check out some kind of president? You out of your mind? Actually, you look out the look at the parking lot right now. Nick Saban just recruited that kid. Who just who just walked across the He did it right there. It just happened. And you were over here shaking hands with the president. Hope you're happy. He's there four years in a row, maybe eight. You know how many times we play Auburn? Once a year. <laughs> I hope. I, you know what? This started off as a joke, and now it's serious. Because it SEC is. coaches are not going to the White House because of this claim. It's not just SEC. Everybody? Oh. Because you, you can't let the SEC continue to be better than you. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Harbaugh. 
Why are you out here shopping for khakis? You couldn't send somebody else? This is why this is why you don't win. Now I'm getting nervous for like Coach Catuso at U Albany, Coach Carm at Siena. I hope this doesn't spread over to other sports because I like talking to those guys. I think they're fun. I like their conversation. I like what they're building with their programs. I don't want this to spread nope. over so where they can't talk to these guys anymore because they're watching tape 24-7. You know what happened while Carm went and filled his gas tank? Transfer portal. That, that fast? Just right down there. Just, just Actually, Coach Gattuso, head coach of the Great Danes football program, he had the nerve to eat lunch yesterday. Ah! Somebody actually recruited his real Great Danes. Two of his dogs, gone. Recruited. They're playing for another. They actually walk out on the, the field for another school now. No more of this time off crap. Okay? Only one it was a sandwich. It, well, you know what? Why don't you want in one hand and not have two Great Danes in the other? Okay? This is serious now, man. Because you're not. I'm not just recruiting new players. I got to recruit my personal players so they don't transfer somebody else. Now, you know, you're over here playing around. Next thing you know, your oldest... Rex is getting an NIL deal to become part of the Smith family. I hope you're happy. But no, you had to go have lunch. How dare you? I think he's I think he's 100% serious. I think he's 100% serious. You convinced me now. And that's and and it's going to become one of those things where if you go like remember how uh, Spurrier, the old ball coach, he'd sleep in his office and everything and people but he was goofing around, he was having fun. People kind of look down their nose on him, like, like, oh, you know, yeah, sure, he sleeps in his office, but that's for a fact. He's he's having fun. You you go to the White House after winning, you're now going to be shamed by the other political party, and other coaches are going to recruit and go. I just want to point out, I'm here. Well, that guy is eating a free lunch with a bunch of politicians. Who would you rather send your son to play with? This circles back to Andy Reid too, who you originally brought up here. Andy Reid. Went viral. Millions of millions of hits on interviews because reporters would ask him very simple questions like, hey, how are you celebrating this holiday? And he wouldn't know what holiday it was. Hey, what would you think about this happening in the news? Have no clue what they were talking about. That was not a shtick. That was not an act. Now we see it actually might have been a real. And he had it figured it out before Kirby Smart. There you go. And, you know, yeah, you get the cheeseburger right there. And this guy... All the players are sleeping. He's drawing mustaches on on the plane to make sure they don't get taken seriously if they try to interview somewhere else. I saw that in a documentary for State Farm. So these, these are the things that are happening, think guys. I think that was a commercial. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. Levan Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9980. The iHeart app is the way to roll. It is so easy. It's a fun app. You definitely want to get your hands on that, and then you can listen to us everywhere you go. Uh, play of the day is coming up next. Yeah, but we talked about mustaches and I guess that's a style. Some would call that Andy Reid's brand. Yeah. How about elevating brands over with Elevation 10,000, the things you could do here in the Capital Region, whether you're a small business, a big business, a local kickball team, maybe you've got your own podcast going. We've seen tons of examples of Elevation 10,000 helping people build gift stores, build marketing campaigns, memorabilia, whatever you need. The crew over there at Elevation 10,000 can help you get it done. That's 100% correct, guys. I'm glad you said that. Like, I, I ran a championship football team, and I was working with Elevation 10,000. Now, is that is that directly related? I'd like to say yes. I'd like to think so. The bottom line is, whatever you're looking to do to elevate your brand, whether it's apparel, whether it's work clothes, whether it's signs, like a, a video production, you want to get a good commercial out there that you never even thought you could get done, or a, a commercial that goes right into you know Facebook and everything else, 
Elevation 10,000 is there for you. Whatever it is, top to bottom, soup to nuts, as I like to say. It's an old man saying. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Biggie Bag. When you think Wendy's Biggie Bag, think your go-to meal deal with your choice of JBC, double stack or crispy chicken sandwich, plus four-piece nugs, junior fries, and a small soft drink. Biggie hits every time. So grab a Biggie Bag today. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-587-5063. If you owe back taxes to the the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-587-5063 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-587-5063 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-587-5063. Hi, it's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We are celebrating nurses, teachers, and moms. Plus, the Jonas Brothers perform live on the plaza. Join us every morning on NBC, because every day needs today. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. What is this? It said chemical. <laughs> just, it was in the bottom. Know, so you don't even know what this stuff is. You just I just it said bump music, and I hit the one that was oh. close to my finger. All right, all right. Way to bump. All right, um, man, we are ever so close to Friday. Very excited. <clears throat> I'm a, it's a Thursday, which is you know almost Friday. It's like Friday Eve. No Knicks tonight. Don't have to worry about that. I'm losing Yankees. Big game tonight against the uh, Tampa Bay Double A's. I mean, the Rays. I'm really hoping they go out there and just handle business. Uh, Domingo Herman on the mound. Herman is that is that very intriguing story because you know that like in the world of of comedy, I'm a big fan of the comedy zombie, the one who's been canceled but finds his way back. Like Shane Gillis is a comedy zombie. Um, Louis C.K. is coming back. He got canceled. He's coming back. Uh, there's a lot of them where it's like, and it has nothing to do with what they did or did not do. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's just that I'm not a big fan of finality in a punishment. You know, obviously there's some things that are so horrendous. There should be finality behind them, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of redemption. If people are willing to put the work in to get there. So to see, you know, people be able to come back is impressive to me. And it, it gives Gives me hope for the day that I finally say something so stupid that I get canceled. <laughs> um, that felt like that was the ultimate hedge right there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you well, told your own story. Well, you know, I went so long doing this job elsewhere that I was fine if somebody took it away from me at that point. It's just like, I love it. I love all of it. 
if if it's bad enough, I want to, I'm going to say what I want to say. If it's bad enough and you need to take everything away from me, fine. So be it. After not doing it for a little while and after having a really big boy job running a football team and, and working, you know, doing the media director for uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration, I was those are those jobs are hard. <laughs> Less do. fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's a lot of work, man. There was times I had to go into houses that were burned down and stuff and try to help people. And I was like, this is nice. I want to help people, but I'd rather talk about the Yankees pitching rotation. I I think that's the way to go. Oh, and you know what? Let's let's make sure that so any, you know, four grown men find their way around the Columbus, Georgia area to go win a football game. Or, or just you know, bear with me. Let's talk about the NFL schedule. Like these, this is this is a hell of a job. Um, so I'm happy to be here at Fox Sports Radio, 95 down to 980. Uh, when you talk about the redemption story, are you talking about Domingo Herman's yes. redemption story? Yes, because he's pitched a few games this year, and I haven't heard the oh, why is he here? And maybe people have forgotten, maybe whatever. But it's, to our knowledge, he was given a set amount of punishments, a set amount of tasks that he had to do before he could return to the majors, and he completed those tasks and punishments. So here he is. Does anything again? Okay, well, not another conversation. But if he learned his lesson and is a better person now, and, well, God help me, can actually pitch and help the Yankees win a game or, or, or 20, that's pretty amazing. The one positive about where Levac and I sit, you can't see this right now, but there's a big glass in front of us. Yeah, Levac, we guys in a booth. Levac would throw something at me for this take, and maybe Yankee fan will as well, and hit their radio or smash their phone when I bring up this point from years ago. That there was a time that Domingo Herman was pitching like one of the best pitchers in the American League and was in Cy Young contention. He was. No. Yeah, but it was like halfway through the season. That part was true. It was halfway through the season, but still, he was pacing at an incredible pace. Mm-hmm. That season, what was the final number? I believe it was 19 victories he had in that year I'm talking about. 18 or 19, right? I'll look. So, Domingo Herman, the reason, I believe it's the 2018 and four. Yeah, I think it's the 2019 season we're talking about here, too. So, I bring that point up just because of his history. Because that 2019 season I'm referencing here, a long... 18 and four. Okay. It's 2019, I'm right, on that season? Correct. Okay. A lot of people looked at that, and even me included, and I think you were in this as well as Levesque, that said, hey, Herman's getting lucky. Every time he pitches, he's not this good. These numbers do not reflect the pitcher he is, and the shot that was constantly taken at Herman was, he's a 4A pitcher. In other words, he's not a AAA pitcher, he's not a major league pitcher, but we need an arm, toss out Domingo Herman, and if he gets a win, great. If he doesn't, we don't expect much from him. So double down on the comeback redemption story on Domingo Herman because that's how he was perceived to be in the Yankee organization. And what we've learned about the Yankees, no doubt, Brian Cashman is stubborn. <laughs> if you're a Brian Cashman guy, he is going to let you fail. He is going to give you every opportunity. And Severino was the guy. Severino was supposed to be the ace, the Cy Young Award winner, everything else. It didn't turn out that way. But yet, here sits the, yet. yet, fair enough. But here's Domingo Herman, who's pretty good, and he's proven the expectations maybe weren't fair, and he's continued to overachieve. So here he is in this big spot on a Thursday against the Rays with the team trailing in the division, where if he has a great outing, that redemption story continues, and the way we view Herman for the future continues to be a super important part of this Yankee team going forward. 
Well, the dream for Herman is to go from flash in the pan, cautionary tale, pariah, to, okay, you're getting a chance, to, hey, that guy can pitch. Like, to the point where we stopped talking about what he did. Um, which he doesn't get right away. That doesn't – he's got to earn his way to that. And and pitching well will will help that. And that's not me going, hey, if you're a hell of an athlete, you can do what you want. No, that's me saying that the farther you get away from the wrong you did and the better you are at the job you do, it just gives people more and more narrative to spin as opposed to the one that is, hey, that guy at one point in time was 18-4. and four. He was crushing it. He was cruising. He was better than anybody expected. He was. He could have been a Cy Young winner. I think a lot of people figured even if he did win that Cy Young, it wouldn't be like a, oh he's a twenty he's a perennial twenty game winner, but still he could have had a Cy Young to his name. And instead, he put his hands on on his woman at a, at, a, at a public function. And ruined everything in front of a major league baseball official too, who yeah. saw it happen. Right. So it wasn't he said she said or anything else. Right. The the. The eyewitness, it was, it was as bad and as dumb of a thing as you could you could do. It, it showed pure rage, and that's pure rage is a dangerous thing because you have to, when you're trying to evaluate that person who had that pure rage moment, you have to ask yourself: Are they always going to be a slave to rage? Like, growing up, I was a very very angry person. Like I had, I it was I was joking and laughing one minute and I was angry the next. So I needed to learn personally how to handle my own personal rage. Um, but not everybody wants to do that. So I never got in this kind of situation, thank God. But, you know, but there for the grace of God go I. You know, I could see myself doing something really stupid when I was young. I could. Luckily, I didn't. Um, I was raised better, I think, is, is what I would have to say. But he now has to prove the rage is under control. And he has to prove he still belongs. It's not just do you belong in major leagues anymore. Do you belong in the, do you belong as a free member of society? And do you belong in the major leagues? So he's now done what he needs to do to be a free member of society. Can he do what he has to do to prove that he's just a baseball pitcher at some point, which would be big? And so that could go a long way towards that. Obviously, it's not the the chief goal, but you know, for me, it is as a Yankee fan. I want to see him go out there and you know, five and two thirds, six innings of you know, two run ball reset the Yankees' struggles, and see if the Yankees, and they should still be, a contender, playoff team, top dog in the AL East. Play of the day for me today, guys, thanks to our friends over at uh, what, what are we, what, Mohawk Mohawk Chevrolet. Ooh, I, I know them. I'm a very big fan of, of them. Mohawk Chevrolet and Car Bravo. Uh, I'm going to go, give me the 76ers plus two and a half. Any reason as to why you're taking the Sixers? I hate the Celtics. Um, I just I think the 76ers are kind of on to something. I think that I think that James Harden takes great joy in people like you hating him away. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he plans he plans on going away anytime soon. All right, so let's make a rule here. That's a perfect play of the day. I think we need to declare something. I believe we may have declared this in the first show, but it's worth reminding people of. Our plays of the day are almost either going to be plus money plays, so you're going to win something back on it. So like plus 135, plus 150. Or what Levac just did there, like a coin flip game, a minus one fifteen. No, it's just the best bet. So, like, so let's say, for instance, let's just toss this out here. Like, let's say I took the Rangers money line tonight against the A's, and the Rangers are minus two sixty seven. 
Okay. I don't think that should be considered a play of the day. Should it? I mean, if that's your play of the day, Ooh. if you want to put up 267 to win 100, that's you. We're going to make fun of you. Okay. But if that's the only thing you like that day, that's fine. I. But my my rule is, are you really going to bet it? No. Because that's <laughs> no, the thing. not. So, like, something like that, like, if I've – I have wagered every play of the day if it's a bet. Like, if it's, you know, hey, play of the day today is you should get a milkshake, like, you know, from this place. Well, I'm probably going to get that milkshake. But if I give you a play of the day, I'm probably betting it. I've been so bad on my hockey picks and so bad on my baseball picks, but my NBA picks have been tremendous. So now, so now this is what plays the factor in the play of the day. So with that all being said, um, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm taking the Nuggets money line again. Nuggets the Nuggets, the Nuggets Suns have knock on wood here. Whatever thing you do for good luck has cashed three times for me. I'm three for three on the series here with Nuggets Suns with over unders and cashes and everything else. Give me Nuggets money line tonight. Phoenix is a two point favorite at home. I love all of that. A two point favorite at home means potentially the fourth quarter that's going to be going back and forth. I'll take Jokic. To make the plays and they need to, the Nuggets punch their ticket to the Western Conference Finals. Give me the Nuggets money line tonight. I'm thinking about that over, but I feel like when it constantly hits the over, it's not going to hit. I need overtime over. I might play that in-game. But Nuggets money line, potential over in-game in that 10 o'clock tip-off. 76ers plus 2.5 for me. Nuggets money line for Gaz. And the best bet for everybody, in my opinion, besides, of course, Mark Chevrolet, is USX Pest Control. Go to usxpest.com. Schedule your free inspection today. Chemical-free exclusion for rodents and, and just nastiness that's out there, which means basically they go around, they seal up cracks, they they fix things. They, they can put a door in your attic that's just an, ent- an exit way so the bats leave safely and can't get back in. I was going to say, how do you know that? But you had bats, so that makes more sense. I had bats in my belfry. Um, like all these things they can do, it's just – Things I wouldn't even think of, and they explain it all to you. So it's not like just somebody coming over going, "Yeah, you got to give me this much money, and I'll get rid of these things." No, at USX Pest Control, they're going to take great care of you, and you are going to be safer in a cleaner and better house. USX Pest Control. Hi, it's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We are celebrating nurses.